Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Welcome to On the Road to Freedom. We are in Sundance, Utah. This is, this is where Robert Redford, when he became the Sundance, uh, oh, what was it? Butch Cassidy, Butch the Sundance Cassidy kid. and yeah. Sundance, when yeah. he made all his money, he owned a couple acres up here and had him a little house, but when he made a lot of money, he bought thousands of acres and built this place and somebody built this cabin and, and we've been shooting with uh, Stuart Falls in the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a magnificent yeah, place. Yeah, it is. Boy, we're having a good time in the Lord. Yes, we and, are. And uh, we're going to have a good time today. My bride has a word for you today, and it is so good. It's just life-changing. It's going to be good to you and for you. You know, the reason we call this show On the Road to Freedom is because Jesus said, if you continue in my word, and that's what we're here for, yes. we are a Bible study. Mm-hmm. We are Bible teachers and we are Bible students. Yes. <laughs> we are studying That's every right. day and we're sharing yeah. what we learn. Amen. Jesus said again, if you continue in my word, you will be my disciples truly and you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. So we have to continue. You go into church for a few years, being a Christian is good. I've read the Bible many times, but I need to continue this year because I want to be free and free indeed. And I know you do too. This is a program called The Gracious Woman. And of course, my wife's gonna be teaching it instead of me. But let me tell you this before she shares this information. And if you're a guy, don't think this is not for you. If you want a wife or you have a wife or you're praying for one or you, your daughter's gonna be a husband, uh, need a husband someday, yeah. this is holy information yeah, that will be is. good for your family. And I asked her to write this book for a lot of reasons, but mainly because she is a gracious woman. And I, as a husband, would know that better than anybody else, and I do. And I know how much it cost and how hard it was to grow up in the Lord and to take the high road when it would have been so much easier when you're angry or frustrated to take the low road. And when most Christians are already doing that, it's a great excuse, but she's chosen for the Lord's sake and for the gospel's sake to grow up in God, to grow up in love. And so she's going to share some information that's just going to bless you today. Come on, baby, talk to <laughs> well, us. Well, praise God. I'm thankful that you joined us. And I'm excited to share this subject with you titled The Gracious Woman. And it began with when I started seeing in recent um, demonstrations the current climate of the feminist movement. And what I've been seeing over and over again is women, we are being bombarded um, by images in media of what a strong woman should be and what the media is telling us, social media, what we're seeing in movies, what we're seeing in TV shows, is that a strong woman many times is portrayed as loud, sarcastic, belligerent, obstinate, arrogant, in your face. Aggressive. And aggressive, right. And that's being applauded by the world as a strong woman. And they are propagating that is if you want to be a strong woman, then that's the characteristics you should have. That's who you should be. 
And it was so alarming to me because I began to see those characteristics creep into the church. Growing up, I did not realize how many of those arrogant ideals that I had taken on, um, that I had acquired through college, uh, through my career as an interior designer. And God had given me great success, and there were many accolades along the way in college, in my education, and in my career. And you would think that that would give me confidence, but I found myself at every turn, I found an instinct to defend myself, to fight for my rights, to fight to earn respect. And in this journey, and it's been 20 years now, it was a 20 year journey for me. In this journey, Mylon, my husband has been so patient and God, praise God for His mercy and His grace. But in this journey, the Lord taught me I didn't have to fight for respect. If I would do things His way, I would gain and earn respect. It was a promise that He has given women. And it's Proverbs 11, 16, and it says, a gracious woman gains respect. So when we walk in graciousness, ladies, respect is guaranteed. We won't have to fight for it. And what I'm seeing so much is respect now is being demanded based on external traits alone. So you will hear, I demand respect because I am woman. I am woman, hear me roar. I demand respect. Or I demand respect because of my ancestry or my ethnicity. You know, those are all external traits or or my education. I demand respect, right. But the word says true respect. We only give it to whom it's due. And it is based on internal qualities. That's right. Like love, integrity, character, faithfulness. When true respect is earned based on internal qualities, that's when external traits diminish. This is where we achieve true equality and there is no bias between man and woman. That's great. And no bias between the races. That's the truth. So the respect has to be earned again on internal traits. And of course, for us as Christians, that's the love of God, walking in the love of God and walking in the grace of God. And it's the great equalizer, my love. It's what causes all of us to be, it doesn't matter what I was before, I'm a Christian. Yes, amen. Let me tell you, that's what counts. That's who I am in Christ. I'm going to live forever. This life down here is short, man. I'm 75. By the time you see this, I could be 77. You know, we do a lot of these shows and we don't play them. We scatter them out over the next few Mm -hmm. years. But, you know, it, it doesn't matter what you've accomplished. What counts is... I'm new in the Lord. I'm yeah. a new creature and all the old has passed, passed away, away and all things have become brand new. And this brand new life lasts forever. Mm. And today is just the beginning. It's the first day of forever. And you know, let me clarify too. I want you to know that I am opposed to women being restricted in any way of course. by what tradition dictates of course. that a woman should be. Sure. Women are designed by God to be brilliant leaders yes. and team players. Yes. We are not called to stand behind men in the shadows, but we are called to stand beside them and be Amen. a strong support to them. And we're a team. Yes. This is real important. We are yes, a team. Are. And in the eyes of God, we are equals. 
we have mutual value to the Lord. Yes. There should be mutual honor for each other's role and purpose. Exactly. This is God's design. Each of us have been gifted by God with unique and special gifts that should be celebrated, not contended. You know, exactly. when we got married, um, Brother Copeland said something to me at our wedding when he married us before he ordained me into full-time ministry and laid hands on me, he said this to me. He said he was praying for Gloria one day and the Lord spoke to him and said, Kenneth, if Gloria had not stepped out and walked in the fullness of her call, you, Kenneth, would not be where you are today. That's correct. And then he told me, so Christy, preach the word. Preach the word, preach Three the times, word. Yeah. And so he was encouraging me, you step out, Christy, and walk in the fullness of your call. Because for Mylon to get where he's called to be, you've got to step out and walk in what I've called you to be. And so together as a team, we make a tremendous impact for the kingdom when we work together. So again, why I wholeheartedly support women being strong Yes, being strong. Yes, we we cannot strong. be wimps and fulfill the call no, of God. We want them to God do, wants you strong. They can't fight the devil. You yeah. want your wife, your daughter, your mother. You want them strong when it comes mm -hmm. to fighting the devil. Mm -hmm. You just don't want them fighting you. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Praise <laughs> right. God. So we need to be strong to fulfill our call. Yeah. And you know what? And there's a holy boldness. The Bible yeah. says that, that the, the righteous of God are as bold as a lion. You ladies, don't be timid. You yeah, Just because right. Paul said to Timothy, just because you're young, yeah. don't be timid. Don't be afraid. Don't be insecure. Yeah. You're anointed, be man. Be bold. Amen. And you are, a, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's right. It doesn't matter if you're male or female, young no. or old, black or white. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter. No. If you believe God, you're anointed and you're bold as a lion because you're right. righteous. That's Glory right. That's right. Amen. So we are, we are called to be strong to fulfill fulfill our call, but the error that I've seen recently, consistently, I mean, in movies, TV, magazine articles, what I'm seeing in the recent feminist movement is the encouragement to women that in order for them to be strong, they must be little men to do so. They must diminish or demean men in their manhood in order for women to be strong. And the problem with that mindset is that we are both created in the image of God, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. Genesis 1.26 says it this way. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. Male and female. He created them. That's right. That's equality. Male and female, God created them in his image. Yes. She is made in the image of God just as much as I am. Yes. Well, you're watching our show today on The Gracious Woman, and I understand that this show may not be considered politically correct. You know, the truth often isn't. And Jesus confirmed this in Matthew 7, 13 and 14. He said, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who are going by it. Jesus went on to say that it's only the narrow path that leads to life. And you can help us take this truth to those whose lives and marriages and futures are being destroyed by walking on the broad path simply because they're deceived by the culture of our day. You know, Romans 12, 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind in Christ Jesus. Then you may prove 
what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. You know, when you join Team Milan, you are helping us take this message around the world of a new life. They can live a new life in Christ and enjoy the good, the pleasing, and the perfect will of God. So if you'd like to join Team Milan, you just go to Milan.org and click on Team Milan. Or if you'd like to pick up a copy of The Gracious Woman, you can get yours today also at Milan.org. Again, it doesn't matter what color you are, what your education is, what your age is, it matters what you believe. Mm -hmm. and, and in this case, who you believe. Yes. Christ, in Christ, we are equally, equally valuable. valuable. Yes. Galatians 3.28 says it this way, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. We are joint heirs of all the promises of God. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs. Yes. Heirs of God and joint heirs, We're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. That's Romans 8, mm -hmm. 16 and yes. 17. So the truth is that we are both equally valuable. Jesus died for both male and female. Yeah. Now this is important that you understand. <laughs> this is super important. Yeah. Christy just mentioned a while ago, <laughs> Women should not put down men in order to get their equality, but neither should men yes. put down women in order to get what they believe is their place in life. Right. We're supposed to treat our wives, guys, with respect and honor and mm -hmm. dignity. Mm -hmm. We should never, under any circumstances, take their dignity away from them. And if you, you don't want to be dishonored, don't sow that. This is important, man. This is important. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. If I take her dignity away from her in an argument, then mm. I will lose mine. Mm. I will reap what I sowed. If I prove that I'm physically stronger than her, then I have intimidated my own wife instead of giving her a safe, warm place to grow and be that person that God's created her to be. Yes. That's my job to be her helpmate. Mm -hmm. My job is to build her up and encourage her not to hold her back or to limit her in any way. Amen. And so I mentioned to you respect earlier. You know, we all know that Aretha Franklin song. I grew up singing. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. -E <laughs> That's right. Find out what it means to me. Come and boy, on. that has been the mantra for women for from the ages, I mean, for hundreds of years, uh, is fighting for that true respect and equality. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to encourage you, this is what God says about respect. Romans 13, 7, he says, Render to all men their dues, respect to whom respect is due, and honor to whom honor is due. So we give respect again. True respect has to be earned and is based on internal qualities like character, integrity, loyalty, and faithfulness. And when we develop those internal qualities, then external traits diminish. Now we've achieved true equality yeah. and there's no bias between man and woman. And you know, let me say this, the only way you're going to be a gracious woman is to have revelation of the grace of God That's right. for you. 
You're not going to be able to be gracious with others until you've received the grace of God for yourself. Gracious is defined as in every definition where I looked up gracious, the first word was kind. So a gracious woman is a kind woman. Kind means benevolent, giving, giving of her time, giving of her love, giving of joy and peace. She's a kind woman. She's friendly. She's gentle, courteous, and virtuous. That means virtuous is spiritual excellence. Now, in this verse, a gracious woman retains honor is another version. That word retains in the Hebrew means to grasp, to lay hold of, and to hold fast. We lay hold of respect through revelation of who we are in Christ and we receive the grace of God by faith, but we continue to hold fast to the grace of God by walking in graciousness. That's good, baby. So this Hebrew word is not just for the present, but it's also for the future. So this lets us know in order to earn respect and to have that maintained in our life, then we keep making gracious choices. And, and you know, respect is the result of a life lived with graciousness, ladies. So I encourage you to be gracious women, kind women, friendly, friendly, yeah. courteous, those are simple things, but they are big deals to God. And the only way we're going to get there, isn't it, by getting our mind renewed? And yes, I know it is, this Lord. is not this is not the broad path. What I'm talking to you about, because again, ladies, we are being so bombarded by images of loud, aggressive, domineering women. And we are being told if we're not like that, then we're weak. And that we're not successful. And, and that we're, we're not successful, yeah. exactly. But that is the exact opposite. Of the truth. Yes. Yeah. So Amen. we choose the narrow path. So honey, yes. will you share that? Yeah, Matthew 7 and verse 13 says, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go in by it. Yes. We must guard against the secular mindset influencing our hearts and minds. Yes. Romans 12, 2 says, be not conformed to this world. Yes. Don't be like the world. Don't, don't think be like, like them. them. Don't act like them. Right. Don't react like them. Don't live like them yeah. at all. That is be so not good. conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing by the of renewing. your minds yes. in Christ Jesus. That's it. You study the word of God. That's what a gracious woman does. That's what a godly man does. Study the Word of God until you start to think like God. Yes. You constantly change. Mylon, you were wrong, son. God said this is the truth. So Mylon yes. was wrong. Mylon changes the way he thinks. His mind is being transformed. Yes. I'm receiving the wisdom of God and the mind of Christ. I start to see it, the viewpoint of God concerning men and people and situations and yeah. women and, and families and business mm -hmm. and ministry. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform yes. you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you'll learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Right, That's Romans right. 12, 2 in the NLT. I think this is important. It says, don't even look at the customs of this world. That's right. You know, social media puts so much pressure on us women to dress a certain way, to look a certain yeah. way, to act a certain way. And God says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. Let God change you into a new person yeah. so you can think from God's perspective, then you'll learn 
what is the good and pleasing and perfect will of God. That's when you walk in His perfect yeah, will. That's exactly. the blessed life. That's the joy-filled, peaceful life. I know it was for me for years. I spent so many years contending for this respect, especially with men in authority, yeah. especially with my husband. And when the Lord started revealing to me, Christy, if you'll just be gracious, respect will be granted you. It'll be, it'll be given you if you'll just walk in graciousness. Yes. But that is the opposite of what society is telling us. So instead of allowing society to define for us what a strong woman is, let's allow the Word of God to define for Come us on. a strong woman. So the, what I want to finish up with is telling you about Esther. Because believe me, Esther was the ultimate, brave, strong woman, and God used her to save her nation. And you know, women, what we're fighting for when it comes to respect is we're fighting for a voice, to yeah. have a voice yeah. and, and have influence in the earth. That's what women are fighting for. And so when you earn, a gracious woman earns respect, that means when you walk in graciousness, you earn a voice. A, God gives you a platform in the earth for you to have a voice to declare His goodness. That's it right. increases your realm of influence. Yes. And that's exactly what happened to Esther. And when this situation came up and she was promoted to queen in the kingdom, she earned respect with those in authority because she was not demanding. And with all those in authority, it says in Esther 2.15, she requested nothing except what the king's eunuch advised. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of all who saw her. So Esther was not high maintenance. She was not demanding and she respected authority. And God gave her favor and promoted her to the to the highest position for a woman at that time, she was, queen of the kingdom. She was not contentious. She, she was, was not, not contentious. rebellious. Yes. She was humble. Mm -hmm. She wasn't acting humble. She was really humble. Yes, yeah, she was really humble. She was really a God. She was a believer. Mm -hmm. She wasn't just going to church. This woman believed in God, but she also believed God. So when the time came, God promoted her, but there was a purpose for that promotion. That's right. It's so important for you to know every time God gives you a platform and promotes you, it's for His purpose. That's right. So when this opportunity came up, her people, the Israelites, the children of Israel, were being threatened to be all be murdered yeah. by the evil man Haman. And Mordecai, her uncle, came to her and said, you need to go and have an audience with the king and tell him what Haman, tell him about Haman's evil plot. And Esther responded and said, if I do this, I could be killed. Yeah. If, I, if I go before the king without being requested, then I could be killed. And here was Mordecai's response. For if you remain completely silent at this time, Relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. So yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Amen. So ladies, I want to talk to you about, I know with me being soft-spoken, 
I get this all the time, can you speak up? I know with our sound here, even for the show, I have to make sure I project good. In churches, I hear that a lot. So I wanna talk to all of my sisters out there that it is time to speak up. We have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And when the world is shouting at the church what a strong woman should be, we should rise up as gracious women and be examples of graciousness in the earth. We should be a light and the voice that God gave Esther ultimately saved the nation. And your voice can have that level of influence now for such a time as this. So I encourage you, if you have any questions about this teaching, we've only been able to give you just such a small segment of this. I have a new book titled, The Gracious Woman, and I'd love for you to check it out. You can get your copy at mylan.org. And I believe it'll be a great blessing to you because as you study the word, it will renew your mind. to the truth and that truth will set you free. When I rested in God's plan of graciousness, it is amazing how quick the promotion was, the platform that God gave me, the the level of influence that that increased, the door that opened when I just made a commitment to be gracious and kind and be the woman that He had called me to be. And let me tell you, I'm still on that journey. I have not arrived yet. We are are all working. I'm still being molded and changed and transformed into the image of the Son of God, but I've made a commitment. And I encourage you, ladies, make that commitment today. Draw the line in the sand, cross that line and say, I'm committing to be the great, to be a gracious woman of God. I am all in and I refuse the example of the world. I'm following Jesus. I choose Jesus. Amen. That's the word. So as you stay in the word that will set you free and free indeed, keep continuing because it will keep you on on the the road road to freedom. freedom. share a wonderful testimony with you that we received from the internet. And Team Milan, you made this happen. And this is from Mary in Ohio, and this is on waiting for God's best. And she says, the thing I love about tuning into your show is that you are such a great example of what a marriage should look like. I am still single at 36, and I'm believing that God is preparing a man for me and preparing me for him. I've made mistakes in the past, and I've dated guys who I knew were not God's best for me, but thankfully now I have made the decision to surrender and put my full trust in God to lead me to the right man. I can't thank you enough for being such a great example and keeping me encouraged while I wait for my husband. Praise God, Mary, I'm in agreement with you for God's best, and God's best is worth waiting for. And that's what Team Milan is about. We join our faith with you. We agree with you. Where one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000. And Jesus said, if two more of you agree is touching anything, it shall be done by my Father in heaven. And we'd also like to hear from you. If you have a testimony you'd like to share, please contact us today at mylan.org.